are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I, aside from uh, Jill looking like a hippie, what are, are going to talk a little bit about building a land flow. What are you talking about? Building a land workflow process like machining events. Why do you think I look like a hippie? Because <laughs> of my a necklace? a hippie thing going on. And it's good. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is like Laguna Beach sand in here. And by the way, did you know that there's a fire? Did you see the news today? No. As we're recording this, it's Thursday. It's through four days before this is going to air. And there's a big fire in Laguna Beach right now. In Laguna Beach yes, itself? Yes. And it's like real close to the homes. And it showed the firefighters like a wall of them standing between homes. It's like wow. in the little canyon. And it's Santa Ana winds. And that's what's happening. Sure. It's blowing at the wrong, you know. Every single year. I know. That's true. Every year this happens. This is true. I know. And it's every, still terrible. I know. It's scary. But. I'll take a, my hippie. It's outstanding where way to change the conversation almost where, immediately. Where my Laguna Beach sand. It took an eighth of a second thing. for us to not talk about real estate. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. <laughs> oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And, it, and please don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel. Comment on the shows you like. Kim wrote... Does anyone know if there's an easy way to search days on market for agents? I'm one by oneing my way through Zillow and Landwatch at the moment, researching listing agents and brokers to engage, but I keep thinking there's an API or Excel download that I could be accessing. I'm attempting to weigh sales price versus days on market for these agents. Interesting. This approach seems to make sense when choosing who I contact. Let me know if you look for other characteristics as well in a listing agent. Oh, I have a few. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this to take forever, but right now I'm new to this piece of the process and wanting to make a little sense out of who I should engage. All right. Kim, this is an extremely intelligent question. Uh, and Jill's got a lot to say, but before she says it, <laughs> I want you to stop this notion of tying a real estate agent, the best real estate agent out there, maximizes your price. So I think that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get a, a download to see who's getting the most price per acre, and then you're going to contact that agent and they might be your agent. Right. Jill's going to dispel that for you right now. Totally. <laughs> so Kim, you're clearly like Jack, and it's all data driven. And I do understand that. But here's the my first tip to finding an agent. Do they answer the phone? Yep, call them. That's number one. Jill calls him at like six in the morning sometimes I, to trick him. I don't do that. You do, I do. Two, I three, two or three days ago no, you did that. It was eight and it wasn't oh, a trick. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. It was between seven and eight. It wasn't six, but it was like 730 in the morning. Yes, it was early, but we were getting ready to go on the road and look at a property. And they answered. And he answered. And I'm like, you know what? This might be a good guy to use. So that's my, it's more about the responsiveness, how hard they work for you. And are you on the same page? I honestly, I never look at, I never look at how fast their listing closed. I do. So I do two things. One is, do they make a good listing? Are there more than three pictures? Is there a video? Do they write a paragraph, like pulling the buyer in? 
that stuff that you go, wow, I want to buy this property. Do they care? You're right. That's one. You can tell if they care. Right. And then two is, are they responsive? Do they answer the phone? Do they get back to you mm -hmm. in a timely manner? Do and and are you guys on the same page? Yep. If you're arguing about sales price, it's not the right guy. So or girl, it's you know what I mean. This is one of the hottest markets, if not the hardest market, hottest market I've ever seen. Right. Uh, since I've been in real estate, and it, well, it is the hottest. And so there's also uh, in a one to one ratio with that. Never been more lazy real estate agents right now because they can get away with anything because right. price because properties sell. Your job in this is to buy pro really good property very, very inexpensively and to dictate to the real estate agent how much you're going to sell it for. Uh, they might have an opinion, but in the end, you're going to decide. Right. They don't have a lot of control over days on market or uh, pricing with us. Uh, you know, the beehive hairdo woman who uh, specializes in mid-range SFRs might sit down at your coffee table and show you all, give us all this data and say, I really think you should list your house for $358,000. And, and she gets nine, in her Cadillac. <laughs> her 40-year-old Cadillac. Yeah. And uh, nine times out of 10, that type of client, which is not us in this group at right. all, is going to say, oh, great. That sounds good. Thanks. Where do I sign? Right. So we're telling real estate agents what to do. Their job is to implement what you tell them to do from right. pricing and all that. And if all that happens the way it should, your days on market are going to be less than 30. Right. Ooh, wow. You had a lot to say. No, I think we just did, we did well just now. Oh, good. There's not any arguing. No. There wasn't really any, no, and that's not how it works. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. it's coming. Today's topic, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Today's topic, building a land workflow process like machining events. This is the meat of the show. Guess who wrote this title? Gee, I wonder. We get, so, we're, Jill and I are neck deep in teaching career path right now. Mm -hmm. Career path is a product that we have. For people who just don't want to be regular Land Academy members, this is their career. Mm -hmm. And so we're getting a lot of questions that are in-depth questions about, well, this piece of real estate, let's turn it this way. Let's turn it sideways and look at it. Let's touch it. Let's feel it. Let's make it our own. And to which I say, who cares? It's just a piece of dirt. And you really need to, to train yourself or retrain yourself mm -hmm. to, if you really want to scale in this business and do really financially well, move a lot of dirt through your uh, life. Mm -hmm. You need to kind of think about machining events. So if you talk to any mechanical engineer or anybody who's ever been involved in manufacturing, you'll hear the, hear, hear the word machining events forever. Mm -hmm. Because what they try to do, when, when they make a part, when a, when a manufacturing company makes a part, it goes through machining events. One machining event might uh, snip it or cut off some part of the metal. Another meaning a machining event might insert grooves so it can be screwed into something and on and on and on. So very complex parts have lots of machining events. Very simple parts, like let's say nuts and bolts, have two or three or four machining events. The least amount of machining events, the least expense, and the faster you can kick them out. And that's what we need to be modeling these real estate deals uh, after it, not loving on them. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, you need to send out a ton of mail, tons and tons of mail. That's an event. The mail is going to come back. Somebody's going to answer the phone and get them into a CRM. That's an event. Mm -hmm. And so on and so on. You're, you're, as an owner, you're going to decide, yeah, I want to do it. Or no, I don't. Or the price isn't right. Go back and tell them the price is different. That's an event. And on and on and on. And then shove it to the real estate agent and on to the next deal. There's too much love. Like, maybe we should rezone it. Look what's going on yes. over here. Yes, Joe. Maybe 
this. Maybe you know? we can deforest it. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Maybe we can subdivide it. Yeah. I can clean it up. Heck, mm-hmm. I'll go out there myself. Maybe we can put some roads in. Yeah, None maybe that. that's wait, all stopping you. Maybe from being I should successful. call a, uh, a forester and see what they would do if they mm-hmm. wanted to take the trees off and all of that. How many? All you know what? It's just all these things are going to slow you down. Just let me back up. Here's here's my opinion on this. You have a lot more to say on this than I thought. I do. I'm glad. I think that a lot of these things are going to slow, slow you down, and you should not even consider them until. There's a caveat. You have that machine going. And you, after a while, maybe a year or two, you've got a machine, you're making good money, you have a team, it's just like clockwork. You got some free time. Now you might stop. <laughs> What's so funny? Free time. Yeah. Who my, has free time? You do. Okay. <laughs> we do. So, and this is what happens. This is exactly, this is why I'm saying this, because this is what happened to us. You get the machine going and then you can go, now I can take a step back and maybe there's some special use properties in here that I could even make more money. I've got the time to wait and then I can I can do this to them. And and for it might be minor split. It might be stuff like that. It's going to take a year, but you don't care because and then it's kind of a it's um it's a different product type. So you and you don't so you, the key is don't do it on every property. Don't change your process, but after a while, maybe test some other things and see how that goes. A lot of years ago, many, many years ago to, to drive this point home, uh, I had a company that would buy and sell 40 acre properties only. And we, in the state that we were operating in at the time, here's the business model. We would buy any 40 acre property anywhere in the state. No questions asked, forget about access, all they had to do was be alive to sign. None of the five areas or the six A's or the four A's, none of it. And we would auction it off on the internet on various places in the internet at the time. And we would sell it for anywhere between 6,500. We would buy it for 4,000, sell it for anywhere between 6,500 and 40 or $50,000 or anywhere in between. And we moved some dirt and we never looked at the deals. We never cared. We just made sure that we got title insurance and collected the money on the sale. And so that kind of model is what you should be after. I'm not saying go just try to buy 40 acre properties for that number. I'm not right. saying that at all. I'm saying what you're looking for is that type of consistency. Right. If, you're, if you have to look at a property on NeighborScoop or anywhere else and really think about it for too long, it's, you shouldn't be buying it. Correct. Oh, that makes me feel good. You, you know right away. Don't try mm-hmm. to see something that's not there. That's another show. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com. Created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. Happy to join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called The Role of Your Telephone in the Land Business. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. That sounds like a Jill topic. That's totally a Jill topic. <laughs> Today was mine. Tomorrow's yours. Oh, this can become the other day when I was like holding up my phone. And <laughs> is that where that came from? No. I oh. th- Again, this is all coming from career path. Uh, and That's where I think I was doing it. Like, here's my phone. Oh, yeah. Here's my headset or, you know, or my, my earbuds. 
they they're with me everywhere I go. <laughs> if you're a one person operation, you should be on the phone all day. Mm -hmm. If you're doing this right, I don't think I convey that. I convey data, data, data. Do it this way. This is how you do it in Excel. All Sit back and find a Jill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and we really do appreciate your support. Don't forget, if you haven't already, please check out our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. There's a lot of good videos there too, by the way. We're, We're Stephen Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>